0: Welcome back to the Student Leadership Podcast. This is the overtime episode. We are breaking down some more stuff from Tyshawn Rowland. Yes. This stuff was amazing. Ooh. Honestly, this second Such great content. Yeah. This was crazy good. Um, honestly, I, we've been, we've been in the studio just breaking down a lot of this. Um, but we have a first order of business. So wherever you're at right now, you need to just take a moment, look around. Um, I know that you're good at this and I know that you can do this. What Here's you, what you're going to do. What are you doing? I, I'm, I'm telling them what to do. We okay. have important business. We have to I'm go over. Like, I'm with. taking notes on this. good. You I'm, need to do it too. Okay. okay. All right. So you're in the podcast app right now. Okay. You're going to swipe that little thing up. Okay. Or actually, wait. Do they still need to stay in it? I don't know. How's what are work? you talking about? Here's we have a problem. Okay, oh, okay we have okay. a bet right now that if we can get a hundred people to get to a uh, hundred like subscribers, whatever, to give us a five star review, Jordan's gonna shave his head like Aaron's. Okay. <laughs> yes. Yes. So we need this. <laughs> to happen okay jordan you're gonna look it's so good it's not a youth man. podcast if we no don't have something shot. crazy like this okay gonna look so good. So listen before we get hold into on, the serious hold on, hold on, hold stuff on. no icebreaker this is serious jordan business. is actually
1: deleting reviews right now as they come in yeah, <laughs> jordan's he's... like i'm
0: taking every five literally for season four we just need to hit a hundred okay wait, just wait, 100. wait 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 100. 100. wait, just wait. <laughs> no 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 we're gonna we're gonna you don't understand jordan, we're gonna define I asked this you, are you
1: okay
2: and we, we you need said, to hit a hundred yeah, just do it just do it just start it off hundred
1: total 100 total
0: no 100 that's insane. the ones that are already there no
2: no i refuse i refuse <laughs> we're at 16 one of them is mine so if we get to 115 meaning not including mine on spotify
1: no, combined. It has to be Spotify or Apple. Jesus wouldn't leave the one behind now. Right, I'm you. taking so screenshots to see how many new ones Ooh. we get. That's yeah, fine. Okay. I,
2: I, you know what? We just got to get to 100. Just I'm 100. a team player here. Are you actually Please. willing to do this, Jordan? 100% I You don't I understand.
0: And for those of you who can't see us, you're going to love it whenever you see two. We're going to get them the same glasses, the same like fit. It's just going to be... <laughs> Absurd. Okay. I, I, and ironically, I'll be a team player. That's fine. Oh, yeah. It, you you have to because today's podcast is all about saying yes. Which, oh, oh,
2: yeah. Right, wait, wait, really quick. Really yeah. quick. Really quick. Yeah. I just yes. want to be clear. We yeah. have 33 on Apple five star reviews and we have 16, 15, 16 on 15, Spotify. 16, We're almost halfway season. there.
0: We're almost halfway there. No, no, no
2: that See, no, because then that's an ask for 50. I want a 100 new ones.
0: Oh, 100 new ones? And then I'll do it. I'll tell you what, uh, we will do whatever we have to to cross the finish line. So, great. Maybe, but it is. No, whatever I you're took doing, screenshots. I have receipts. Please, I'm begging Five you. Five star You review. might not know me. You might not see Jordan, <laughs> but the first time you see we him, can post it. This is just going to be. We need way every too much fun.
1: child in Collins kids' ministry. <laughs> to every be, one of them is going <laughs> to like, <laughs> <over>. <laughs> we, need, we need every student and <laughs> uh, right. APC student. I'm ministry. getting nervous Let's,
2: Let's go. Yeah, Let's get into this. This episode. is
1: blustered. This yeah. is great. I'm actually feeling
2: incredibly uncomfortable
0: because if it feels palpable. It feels like comfortable. All right, wow. here we go. What we're is going so in.
1: great about this moment is that Jordan absolutely had no idea None. this was going to happen. None. Honestly,
0: I didn't know where I was going with that sentence until we got there, and I was like, you know what? I'm happy to where we got in to. In true spirit of exactly. Michael Scott, sometimes
1: we'll, you don't know where the sentence is going, and you just follow it. There. Yeah, that's
0: children's ministry. I children's swear. ministry. That's youth ministry. <laughs> just like don't act like I don't have a plan. Rip I and have and a plan, it, Jordan. <laughs> yeah. All right. So we're talking about uh saying we, yes. Yes, we're talking about saying yes. <laughs> All right when you say yes, you have no idea where you're going to end up. Jordan, can you attest to that? Yeah. C5 minutes ago. Yes. C5 minute, bro. We've only been on for three. All okay. right. So um, in this, uh, here's here's the question we're going to start off with. If you are right now wondering, what should I say yes to, or should I say yes to something? You might be a student right now that's not serving in any capacity. Um, you might be a student that is already serving in some areas, and you're like, I don't know what I should do. So Give some guidance right now. Should they say yes? Okay, your youth pastor just asked you, can you show up and help with this project? Can you come and show up for this event? What are you saying? How do you guide somebody to say yes or no? Ooh. Well, I mean,
2: Tyshawn was talking a lot about the life of David, and he traced back um, David's yes, but 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 it wasn't like David was just like a walking yes. He was just available and was faithful to, to the opportunities that were presented to him. Right. Yeah. Would we agree with that? Mm -hmm. It's an okay summary. You know, you talked about cheese and bread to his brothers, um, him being faithful as a shepherd. And then this opportunity came for King David, young David to fight Goliath. I I'm not convinced he wasn't really asked. Do you want to fight Goliath? Right. He volunteered. Yeah. He definitely volunteered. He he saw it, and he was like, what the heck is going oh, wait, on here? Because
0: people don't always need to ask you if something needs to get done. Sometimes you can see it, and you're going to have to say yes by yourself. That's kind of what I was getting at. But That's
1: a really good point, though. There, there's, you know, there's saying yes to the invitation that someone has communicated to you, yeah. and then there is identifying or recognizing a need and in your heart saying yes, before you were ever asked to do it or even give him permission to do it, which ultimately is what happened with David when Saul gave him permission to, to go represent the nation of Israel and, and fight. Because, you know, technically you're dealing with um, a very, like historically when you have the, you know, David versus Goliath, it's really Israel versus the Philistines. And, and one warrior fighting, you know, the, the top warrior from each nation representing, they, it was called representative warfare. And so kings did this often in this moment in antiquity, because it saved a lot of people's lives instead of everyone having to die, we'll just right. have one person die. And you know, <laughs> our hero beats your hero in the UFC, you know, religious steel cage match. And, oh my gosh. And, and then we'll serve <laughs> it's you. Time! So no
3: proof,
1: proof buffer. there's some history to, there's some history, historical okay. context to what's happening there. This may be helpful in the conversation. I
2: have a question. What was that? That was me fighting that's, for that's attention. Jordan for Yes. <laughs> yeah. Wait, no, 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 I serious question that is only hypothetical so we can't know. Do you think that David would have said yes if Saul would be like I, ah, I I don't know. Would David have said yes to everything or just things that he felt like was in his purview because I actually don't think students should say yes to everything. And I'm trying to I'm trying to link this with like the teaching but like I don't know if it's a good idea if a student is a walking yes. Like I will greet, I will pour coffee, I'll be on the basketball team. I'm gonna help uh, with okay. my school green pick up the trash project. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. gonna like I think that David would have probably said no if it's like deliver this let like David isn't out here side questing, like deliver this letter to this person. David said yes to the stuff his dad asked him and the stuff that was related to what Aaron said, his nation being under attack that he's like the, this is my responsibility but i'm not so sure that david was like i say yes to everything just yes to the things that are in line with my call questions do we like that do we hate that is that I, biblical? No, is I, that heretical
0: I, I love that actually because whenever what got david's attention was he heard what goliath was saying about his god about his god yeah he's yeah. like bro this guy sucks that's the thing it wasn't like this it wasn't like they put out a one ad of like giant slayer, anybody, <laughs> does slayer anybody, anybody want to try like this much money? Like what, what was the catalyst? Tax-free the- living King's daughter in oh, marriage. Yo. <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> yo, send me that Craigslist ad. Uh, no, no. <laughs> no, but what, what got him for him was there was something that sparked something very deep within him. And I want to I come back to that in a second. Caleb, though, you're, you're awfully quiet, which means there's, there's something cooking in there.
3: Uh, so what I was going to say is that in the story in, in, with, with David and Saul, you know, Saul asks or tells David to put on his armor. Um, and David didn't. And I think part of that is because David knew that Saul didn't actually have David's best interest in mind. And I don't know if this is a perfect analogy, but when I'm thinking about like your youth pastor or your pastor at their church, like they're kind of taking a little bit of responsibility for your spiritual growth and they do have your best interests in mind. So saying yes to the things that they ask you to do, even if it's not a feel, even, even if it doesn't feel like a perfect fit for you, even if it feels like something you didn't necessarily consider, this is a person who is invested in your life and in your walk with God and in. What God wants to do through you, just like David's dad was, right? So David's dad asked him to do something, and almost every time it was, "Yes, I'll do this. Yes, I'll serve you." Right? So it's. I think it's like, man, if it's from a spiritual mentor, if it's from a parent, it's or from it's from your youth pastor. I think, I think the majority of times it should be, "Yes, I'll do this. I'll at least give it a try," and then if it gets to a point where you're like. I know this is not a good fit for me. I know that God has specifically called me to do something else or told me to do something else, a different serving position. Maybe it's, you're not serving at, at church, but you you started a Bible club or you're doing something like that. Then it's like, all right, I'm going to say no to this thing because I'm doing something else in a serving capacity, using my gifts for God.
1: Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. The more you say yes, the more clarity you gain on when you should say no. And I, and I, so I think that's seasonal when you ask the, when Jordan, you asked the question, like, like, or you, you, you gave the premise of like, I don't think we should always say yes. Well, I agree with that in a, in certain seasons. Right. right. Um, and I think if you are a student, you're like in particular junior high or high school student, maybe even a college student to some degree, you're probably still in a season of gift discovery, gift development, um, formation of your calling, um, formation of your identity, who you are, what you do—all of those things are probably still in process for you to some degree. Um, if you're on the older, you know, end of that spectrum, some of those things might be resolved for you to, you know, a little bit. But I think you're in a season of yes. Yeah. Personally, uh, I would agree with what Caleb just said. You're in a season of yes, where it's like, hey, um, this is this is going to help me define my no moving moving forward. Um, back to what Caleb said, though, he said that, you know, King Saul's motivation is called into question here in asking David to wear his armor because he didn't, you know, did he really have David's best intentions in mind? Well, again, contextually in the story, the champion of each nation should have represented the nation. Saul was the champion Mm -hmm. of the nation of Israel. Right. Right. He should have been the one out there fighting Goliath. He wasn't willing to do it. Can you make the argument? That Saul wanted David to wear his armor, oh,
0: to make it look like he was to the make one that it was look like it. he was the one actually doing oh. it,
1: right? So because and, and then then after the story's over, what's the song they sing? You know, Saul has killed his thousands, David has slain his 10,000. Yeah. That's much later in the context, but right. David ends up becoming famous in the nation of Israel because of his great victory over Goliath. But if he's wearing Saul's armor, does Saul end up? Stealing the glory from that, I don't know. I don't want to take us on a rabbit trail, Colin. You have a no, direction no, no, but that's go, okay. But, yeah,
0: because the thing is, before we even got started with this, we were deep in conversation talking about man, like what does it take to actually be willing to follow God? And let, let me just call some of you out here that are listening right now. There's some of you that are probably listening that are like seniors. And you know, God's called you into ministry, but going to a college that is going to get you more money, that's going to line up with some of your parents' expectations, is going to feel a lot easier than going with being willing towards what God's calling you to do. It's a challenge. I don't think anybody's in this room that's like, this was plan A, like I'm following everything exactly the way that I want. I literally, I think I might've told everybody in this room at multiple times the last thing I ever wanted to do was children's ministry. (laughs) That's true. Fun fact, I've never met a kids pastor that said I wanted to do kids ministry. I don't think they exist. I had that
1: conversation with you multiple times. Every time.
0: And you were like, suck it up, be willing. And I was like, (laughs) dude, what's your problem? And now I'm at the side of it where I'm like, oh, this makes sense now. I didn't see how saying yes and being willing was actually going to yield such a good thing. But I understand, like, um, I'm a thousand years old, so if you're listening to this, you're like, big whoop, you already made it through college, like, I'm still in high school figuring life out. Here's my question that I want to ask you guys. What do you do with the fear that can keep you from being willing to actually say yes to God? What is that, What? What are? what's a situation you've even been in where you're like, oh yeah, I was 100% like, no, and then I finally just sucked it up, was just like, all right, let's see what happens. And then look what God did. What was that like for you? Usually I would advise someone to just vocalize
2: the fear yeah, because I think most fears are strongest, like under the covers or strongest when they're under the bed, you know, Mm -hmm. and in the darkness. Um, so if your youth pastor asks you, Hey, will you pray to close out X service or your college (sighs) pastor at says, Hey, I need help tabling. If you've already subscribed to the vision of the ministry and you've said, Hey, I'm in this youth group or I'm a part of this college ministry or I'm, you know, okay. Then, then you don't really have a choice to say no, unless you have a really, really, really actually great reason. Right. You know, I'm I'm already serving. So it's like, okay, cool. Here's where we need you. Ah, I don't know. I would say if you vocalize, I'm just afraid of looking really dumb. That at least a allow- first of all, you're being honest. Second, it at least allows your youth pastor a chance to to rebut. Hey, hey, I know you're afraid. Let's practice once. Okay, cool. That sounded great. Just say that exact thing. You'll be fine. Or trust me, I see this in you. Like you vocalizing that fear. I think helps it to get smaller and then you can actually conquer it. So
0: I would say Focus. you got to talk about what about it. the big steps though. Cause David, this wasn't a social thing that he could have gotten embarrassed. Dude could have died. So for the students that are like, this is a big thing that God's calling because some of you, you know, God's calling you to something big. You think just because it's big,
2: you shouldn't vocalize it. I'm
0: not saying you shouldn't vocalize it, but I'm saying, what about the fear that's bigger than just the, the, I might look socially awkward. Like, this, like, how do I process and like Whoa. confront the fear? That's like, this might affect my whole future. Cause I know I've seen it. You've had, yeah, but students if, you're used that, to, like, you're if you're used to like, to dunking on, if
2: you're used to dunking on the s- small fears, okay, you, the big ones get smaller and smaller, and smaller, and you're already on the right track. Fair you're enough. following those Hansel and Gretel breadcrumbs. And then suddenly you're there. So it's like, Oh, I've already been following God and dying to myself. Cause I did the crap I didn't want to do. You know what I mean? Like I spoke on a microphone and I'm an introvert, or I greeted people youth group and I'm an introvert or, you know, or I, I'm used to saying no to my fears and and dying to myself and following God that I do think the, which college do I go to? Isn't that big of a deal anymore because you've already, you're already in the habit of that. I also still think your fears usually are lying to you. They're usually, I mean, the Bible says that the devil, when he speaks, speaks lies. He's a deceiver. And then it's his native language. So I'm like, if you just get used to vocalizing fears, you see them as that lies. So, so maybe there's other advice too, but I, I still think no matter how big or small it is, you just living in your fears and being like, nah, I'm going to, I'm going to self dismiss, or I'm just going to do what feels right or what feels comfortable or safe. That's a no because
0: it's not just living in your fear; it's living in a no. Yeah, and some of you are not living in saying no. You're living in fear, actually. Yeah, that's what's keeping you from saying yes. Yes, yeah, you're you're afraid. Yeah,
1: I like what you what you guys have pulled out of the this question is in regards to fear. Like sometimes fear ex- exposes um, on impure motivations. You know, like I, I'm, I'm afraid, but why am I afraid? I'm, well, I'm afraid. Cause I don't I'm want to look bad. Okay. Well, that's just a bad motivation. You know, that's a vain motivation in oneself. Um, and that can, that actually be, can be a good thing for you to be become aware of that and become self aware of like, Oh, you know, I got, I got some pride issues here that I need to, you know, I need to work through. Um, Sometimes fear is the voice of wisdom speaking in your life, you know, and so it initially feels like fear, but the more you pray through it, uh, which you need to do, or the more you talk through it with some spiritual mentors in your life, you you all of a sudden begin to interpret your fears along the lines of like, oh, I had a, it was more of a spiritual fear. It was more of a check in my spirit. It was more of a moment for me to pause, get some wisdom, hear from God. Um, And now I realize, okay, God was trying to protect me. From he So he was using the emotion of fear to protect me from making an unwise choice or decision here. Sometimes fear is actually the proof that God's in it. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Because sometimes what fear exposes to us is I'm afraid because I have a lack of trust in God in this area in my life. Right. And so the fear is actually a confirmation then that I I'm actually doing what I need to yeah. be doing. <laughs> um, and, Absolutely and I'm going to grow in my dependency on God as a result of pushing through this fear. But again, you can't properly interpret that kind of fear. If you don't follow the same principles of, I got to pray through this and I, I need to seek some advice on this and seek some, you know, from spiritual mentors in my life.
2: Yeah. Going, going back to even what uh, Ty was sharing with us, like. This this whole thing started because David was in a posture of like God I just want to do one what you're calling me to and two I I want to be faithful. You know like I I'm in I'm on the other side of my yes. So so I also think it, again if that's the lifestyle then the big decisions aren't so scary. Yeah. If that's not the lifestyle we just got to make that the lifestyle. Maybe we don't start with the biggest thing in the world. Right. Maybe we don't right, right, right. start with say yes to a huge 180 career change call of god uh start with the small things start with being faithful and being a a yes person to god in the
1: small ones tie that back in what you just said into david's life though david is already anointed to be the new or the next king of israel at this point in his life he gets anointed and immediately goes right back to being the family shepherd yep and then is tasked with delivering, you know, Uber Eats to his brothers. <laughs> yes. <we're... laughs> right. And he's so there's a, there's a posture of a servant in David there with David that I think is so important to draw out of the text that, that that's the, and so when I say, or even when you said Jordan, like live on the other side of yes, that's the, that's the posture of a servant's heart. What does that sound like? Practically speaking, I, my, my intention is to always say yes Unless God gives me a very clear no, D- does that make sense? Right. So yeah,
2: not easy. But it doesn't. No, oh, it's not
1: easy. But I, but I think that's what when I say live on the other side of yes or have a have a servant's heart, it's like I, unless God tells me no, the answer is already yes. Okay, that's a great great way to live. Let life.
0: me push on that for a second though, because we're talking about before you say yes of the fear that's there. The other side of yes, I'm just I'm just going to shoot straight. There's been times when it was, um, it sucked. It just like, there was a lot of frustration. Like I did exactly what God wanted and not, not like, not immediately for like the whole like story, but like there were times when saying yes brought in a lot of discomfort, brought in a lot of pain, 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 good pain, like growth pain. Oh, okay. I'm talking like, I'm, it's, I'm not saying that like it stayed that way, but I'm saying like the initial like frustration of like. Okay. Like embarrassment. Yeah. Or like, like embarrassment. You lose friends. You lose relationships. Like I remember this. I remember. It sounds like you're being a follower of Christ. Yeah. But yeah. I'm... I swear. <laughs> well, but, but sounds like you're being a disciple. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Okay. But there's also the the reality is like whenever we're whenever we're talking about that of like okay the other side of yes that's not just all like sunshine and like daisies of like this is great but it can get confusing. yes doesn't it
1: guarantee blessed and perfection and no right. adversity
0: in your life and no pain in your life. But it's confusing to know if you made the wrong decision. And and it might not be clear immediately. And I'm saying this, I remember being in college and I had like a decision in front of me of like, Colin, you, I like God telling me, I need you to say no to this. And saying no to that was saying no to like an $8,000 scholarship. And I was like, you're kidding me. Because the other side of this is financial instability. And you're a God that provides and it doesn't look like this. And it was months after that point of going like, this is frustrating. This isn't just like, I, I said yes, and I'm like, wait, it was, okay, I said yes, and then it wasn't until the last minute that God, like, showed up and provided. And he provided, but there's got to be, like, the the knowing that if you say yes, there might be some pain at the beginning, but it's going to bring you to the place you need to be at the end of the day.
2: Hot pocket!
0: <laughs> wait. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I let the, I let the intrusive thoughts win. Um, I said that because I said that because it's like, that is kind of like microwave Christianity though. Like it's like, we think if we so say I yes, said yes,
1: everything should be perfect. Everything why be isn't easy. it
2: fun now?
1: Jesus said, deny yourself, take up your cross, follow me. There's nothing in those statements that make me think that saying yes is every, is easy. Yeah, And every person
2: that I look up to in the faith, like in the Bible, they like had like their promise and their yes. And then like years I've actually, I actually back, don't think to I've ever to prayed David. anything for go, years, Let's
1: yeah. go back to David since we've been talking about him, anointed to be King of Israel. And then it's and then 28 beats, years. Yeah, beats Goliath.
2: Right? You would think that could be the moment. Yeah. 28
1: years before he actually becomes the King. And during that time, about half of that time frame, he's living in caves running like a wild animal through the hills and valleys of Judea and the whole nation For of Israel. For his
0: life! Running yeah. From yeah, yeah, King Saul.
1: Yeah. Right. So, uh, yeah, let's be really clear. No one is saying your yes will make your life easier and more comfortable and you'll be living large and just it's blessing and favor and nothing but that. Right. Okay, also... Caleb's <laughs> wanting to jump in here. Go okay go yeah. Okay, yeah,
3: so I, I guess... My question is for the student who has already said yes to some things and then they just keep getting pulled and pulled into more things and, and you're just saying yes, yes, yes. How do they – I feel like sometimes I've said no to things that I, I didn't feel like God specifically told me say no to. I felt like he, he also didn't specifically say yes. You know what I mean? So I guess I'm wondering like can can a yes – in the past, be a no to something new. Right now, you know, what, you know what I mean. Like, okay, I already stepped into this one thing that God has called me to do. Now you're that it's like a definite yes. I'm supposed to do that. Now my pastor is asking me to do something else, and I'm I'm not sure. Like, I don't think I have the time for this. Like, I want to be able to say yes. I want to be a servant, but I I just I literally my capacity is full. How do you handle that situation?
2: Yeah, I mean, I I'm gonna go back to my first answer, which I definitely think you should vocalize that and have a conversation. Yeah. I, I mean, I like, like let's, let's talk it out because we don't want to just say no. I've had students that tell me like, I don't know if I have time for this. And respectfully, I just think, no, you, you do. You just haven't li- lived this level of surrender yet. And it is going to be a lot more time. It definitely will be more than an hour on a Sunday for sure. This, this new position as a small group leader as, okay, it will take more, but I think you've got it. Some of them say, no, I don't. And then, cool, we let them walk. Some say, I do. And it's like, okay, great. So I would, first of all, say, let's open up our mouths and not just quiet, quit, and not just say no, or not just say yes blindly. Let's talk right. it out.
0: I think I think that's the thing is when we're talking about two different yeses to two different peoples, when it comes to God, we yes. surrender in our yes to him. With people, we steward our yes to them. That's good. Oh. Okay. So with God, like I'm just like, I will completely say, like I'm going to give it all up for you. Mm -hmm. With people, you cannot have that same level of commitment to them, but your yes needs to have meaning. I have, man, we could do a whole nother podcast on this because there's too many yeses that have no meaning, okay? Whoa, 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 literally. Whoa. I mean, literally, <laughs> some of you say yes because you think it's going to make me happy. It would make me more happy if you said no sometimes. Yeah, Because your yes literally is just this false promise that literally means nothing. And when it comes with people, your yes needs to mean something. Otherwise, when you start talking about the stuff that means something to you, they won't think it has any meaning at all. Let's yeah, go back good. to something I said earlier. Cause I think it
1: applies here again, the more in earlier seasons of life and you're younger, the more you have a posture of saying yes, the more clarity you'll have for when you need to say no. Okay. So even back to what you just said a minute ago, Caleb, you're in a different season of life now than yes. what you were five years ago. Because now it's like, hey, you're married. You have two kids. You know, jobs, Jeez, home ownership. There's, there's like there's stuff there, right? Dang. So, so that's why I'm saying you you need to say you need to have a season or seasons of your life where you're just saying I'm I am endeavoring to say yes to as much as I possibly can because that season will provide clarity for you in a future season where you're like now I need to steward my yes well according to what you just said Colin or I need to steward my no well because there's there's my yes has more weight and my no also has more weight in in different seasons of my life the more you live in that cycle faithfully you will grow and this is true for you students it's true for you young adults you know young marrieds you know on and on the more you steward those seasons well you will gain more clarity in later seasons of your life. And you will be able to very quickly identify Mm -hmm. anytime I get asked to do something in this area, it's almost always a yes because I seen gift alignment and passion and anointing Mm -hmm. pour out in this area of my life. Right. When I get asked outside of that, I have to pause and consider and pray and talk to spiritual mentors um, because it, it might have to be a no, because this is not the way God has wired me in this moment in my life. Right. I just don't think you can do that as a young person very well. That's why I'm, I'm on the side of like, you're young, say yes to as much as you can.
3: Right. Right?
2: Now. Yeah. Right. Hum- Hunger. Yeah. And then you can,
3: you can get, you get to a point where maybe you have said yes to too many things. You're in high school, you're in middle school and you can't manage it. That's when you go to your youth pastor, you go to your mentor and you say, okay, I want to do all these things. Help me figure out which ones are manageable, which ones I can actually fully commit to. Because I want to have
1: significant so meaning in my life. I, yeah. I, I, I want to yeah, do, yeah. I
3: want to serve in on 10 different teams, whatever. I know that I can maybe only do five. Can you help me? Yeah. Five's still a lot. Jeez. Oh, yeah, my don't know. goodness. Yeah. Say they're all, say you go to, three different churches and two different schools. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. That's crazy. No, just pick one church.
0: Well, if you're listening, you probably have at least one thing in your mind of like, this is something I need to say yes to, um, whether that's to God, whether that's to a leader. Um, So today, take time, make that yes, make that mean something. um, And just know we love you guys. Um, Please let us know if there's anything we can ever do to support you. Hit us up and uh, make sure you leave a five-star review because we are making sure that Jordan looks exactly like Aaron. We should have – did we say this from the beginning? Aaron, do you want to let them know about your hair situation?
1: My, wow! Oh, wow! My hair situation—just <laughs> what you chose Literally to do. No yeah, shot. So here's my hair situation. I don't need hair. That's right. Because that's the shape right. of my head is perfect. That's,
0: that's wow. It. I that's wanted so you to confident. be able to say that better than I. That <laughs> is a beautiful. That's, that's, and Jordan, is I do like your head. Man. Same look. Jordan, do you feel confident in your head? You know, it's
3: okay. It, it, in your head structure, it's all right. it's I haven't to, seen
2: my head as clearly as Aaron has seen his. Mm. I've never seen. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just looking great. over it. It's
3: just—it's mesmerizing. We might have to make the. We might, might have to podcast have to live stream the podcast egg. where Jordan
2: right. gets his
1: head shaved. Absolutely, that's this great. is
2: not in perpetuity, by the way.
1: Not in perpetuity.
0: What is this twenty five cent word you're throwing out? No, we're we're not like it's not. He's like, not staying bold forever. I'm not. Yeah, I, I'm saying. not going
2: to turn like thirty eight and then be like, we hit a hundred, and you like have not to keep to do
0: getting one like five star like reviews. We have to keep. We'll 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 talk about it after we get there. No, that's thanks the for joining us today. We love you guys, <laughs> and we'll see you on the next pod.